0: I know it's the best day of the week. I'll tell you what, you know who's happy that it's Friday. Wall Street's probably happy that it's Friday. I'm Joe Jake, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Just remember, we are going to be closed Monday and Tuesday for Christmas. So if you want to do business, and you know you do, you know you need to. You <laughs> listen, listen, I don't think anyone really, really wants to. To call, right? I mean, you you don't want to, but you know you need to. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number if you don't want to call. I get it, right? You know, I'm trying to relate to to the younger generation, right? I know you like to, to... do your phone thing and your text thing and all that. Go out to allamericangold.com. You can order right there. And you can do all the same things there as you can do on the phone. Now, the one thing you can't do on on the website, you do on the phone, is get a deal. And, you know, and, and, again, listen, we're not like everybody else, I promise you. No bait and switching. We're not here to, we want to... Hey, we just want to give you the best deals that we got out there. Sometimes I can run ads on, on the on uh the website and other times i can't like today i've got a lot of i've got some of this some of that some of the rest uh i'll have a special i promise you this i will definitely have a special up uh for the weekend and over christmas so if you feel the need uh and you need to place an order go online i'll have some great deals up uh for the christmas holiday at allamericangold.com uh but right now if it was me Give us a call. Right, already today. Listen, been a busy morning. Are these on the phone as we speak? She's handing out deals. Uh, I thought maybe, possibly, could we get a, a little bit of a maybe a relief rally in the Dow this morning? Uh, it was up three hundred points for about five seconds, uh, and now it looks like. Uh, well, the Nasdaq's down fifty. The S and is down two and a half. The Dow is still up. But it's only up 20 points right now. Uh, gold had some nice profit taking early this morning, uh, and now that's going away. Gold's at 1,260, uh, and we'll keep our eye on that. Silver, state thing. Hey, silver had some some profit taking. Uh, it's down a little bit. Silver's been down about a dime, uh, 1,463, but it's very, very early in the day. We had a lot of economic data out. I promise you we'll get to that. We've got Fake News Friday coming up, the last holiday edition. Uh, get ready for the new year. A lot of changes coming to, to our programming. Uh, I know this. I've got an engineer getting ready uh, to come see me here in my offices, in my studios here in Phoenix. Remember, I've been telling you guys about the quality of the broadcast. You're going to see a big improvement. We're well on our way. Uh, Give us a few more weeks, and we're going to have it all dialed in and buttoned up. It's going to be incredible, Uh, and well, after Fake News Friday, I'll get to all the reports we had. The second most powerful banker in the world talking today. I'll tell you what he had to say, and and we'll kind of go from there. Uh, There you go. So Dow's down negative as well. So I don't know. I don't see uh, any economic or any breaking headline that. Like I said, for about five seconds, the Dow was up 300, uh, and now it's taking it all back, 22,800 in change. And like I said, I just, you know, based on what the Fed is saying, and I hope they change their mind, because they couldn't be more wrong, 21,000 and something before uh, next week, uh, very, before the end of the year, uh, more, not just possible, probably more than likely, uh, we'll get to that. The metals program, I want to keep you all in the know. So we're closed Monday, Tuesday this week. We're going to be closed Monday, Tuesday next week for New Year's. We are going to, uh, I believe, and I shouldn't say we. I oh, I gotta say we. Wait, Wendy is threatening uh, that she may come in Monday and at least get things ready. I will tell you this: the metals program is going to go out very quickly. Okay, we we. We will get it done quickly. It won't. Uh, I, I think there's a good chance that we could have it all done by that Friday. So uh, if you haven't signed up for the medals program, what are you waiting for? Better than any 401K out there. I mean, yeah, I know. Here's the thing. You know, these 401Ks, and they, they try to tell you, look at all the great things we've done for you. Maybe you're lucky enough. And the company matches a little bit. And, and then they say, oh, yeah, well, you don't have to pay taxes on it yet. And, and see how great that is. See how kind we are. Right. You know the government. They just want to make sure that they own your 401K and you don't. Uh, obviously, we can't do that here, right? You you uh, You don't get to write off your 401K on your taxes or anything like that. But here's the great part. You don't get called by us every, oh, you know what, uh, we'd like 2% of all that gold you bought in the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years. That doesn't happen like they do in those, those rip-off 401Ks. For as little as $100 a month, you can start. There is no maximum. Uh, we've got we've got people doing 2000 a month. we got people doing $100 a month and everything in between. Uh, If you want details on that, it's on our website at allamericangold.com. You can read all about it or give Arlene a call. She can talk to you all about it. It's real simple. Uh, You leave a credit card on file with us. You tell us the day of the month from the 1st to the 28th that you want us to hit the card. And then we give you four physical shipments a year. At the end of every quarter, we pull all the money together together. And we buy at the best price possible. So you're going to pay like the big hitters, right? You're going to pay a guy coming in. Hey, I want to do hundred grand. i am going to give him a really good price. You're going to get that in that metals program. If you want more details, call us or go out to the website and, and read about it. Uh, get yourself involved. I mean, this is it, it, incredible, obviously, what the Fed said. I've got... Fake news Friday coming, and then the economic data that once again leaves me questioned what the heck is going on at the Central Bank.
1: One
2: of these things is not like the others. One of these things doesn't belong. Can you tell which thing is not
1: like the others? Before I finish my song. From News Headquarters... This is Fake News, Friday.
3: baby, conceal it. feel it, Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
1: What is real? How do you define real? Fake News, Friday.
0: Fake, 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 fake. <laughs> Welcome back, Fake News Friday—the last one before Old Saint Nick comes to town. And just so you know, I know most of you do. If you've never heard this segment before, uh, this is maybe, well, probably the one next Friday will be the last version of this, and then we're gonna make we're gonna make some modifications. But every one of these stories—they're all real. They should all be fake. But they're all real, except one small detail in them has been changed. And it is our job to guess which one that is. The professor, Glenn, he, he puts these together. Now, I, we learned last week that there was a lot of Benedict Arnold going on and that my three compadres, Glenn, Jason, and Brian, were cheating to beat me. So Jeremy who is filling in for Ramon today, Jeremy, you were actually part of this? Did you know as well that these guys had the answers beforehand?
2: No, that was news to me.
0: They left you out of it. See, first I blame Jeremy. So Jeremy, I apologize if I for blaming you for my loss uh because you were actually doing it the show the first time that I lost, they were cheating.
2: Yeah, I didn't know Ramon told me that and then yeah, so uh, I thought yeah. it was your James. Benedict
0: Arnoldby. Yep, sure did. Uh, I don't even know who's uh, playing today. Who is my competition today?
2: I believe he's that, on the line me. with us.
3: That's me. It's uh, Jay, uh, Jason's here. I'm the one that Oh, the ringleader.
0: Uh... So, I, I, first of all, uh, I didn't know you had it in you, right? So, I guess congratulations uh, because your co-conspirators said you were the one that came up with the plan.
3: Yeah, actually I was it was kind of uh motivated by some of our customers and listeners. They were uh, they they knew it was all, you know, they they liked the, they liked they loved the segment and they liked the way that the, there's a lot of back and forth and uh since I lost several in a row, the, and you were gloating and gloating. They're like, "Well, you need to start winning." Several like in a row. you
0: you didn't win for like months.
3: <laughs> I won a couple. I
0: won okay. I won the first all time. Okay. All right. Yeah, you course, I, I, I maybe you did. I don't know. I don't remember you winning. But uh, let, so let me say this: Do you have the answers?
3: Do you, did you? No, that's not going to happen again. That oh, was a frankly okay, one sure. to wink, wink, him, nod, just, nod. We just wanted to, just all wanted right, to Jeremy, hear you oh, have to go. a little bit. That's all. We just wanted to hear you suffer a little bit. It was you it was just a gag. I was, was totally good.
0: emasculated. I I was defeated. I was ready to cancel Fake News Friday forever. I yelled at Jeremy <laughs> for being crappy at reading the question. Anyway, Jeremy.
2: You ready? All right, here we go, guys. Let it go. Uh, All right, so story number one. The Trump administration Tuesday uh, banned bump stocks, the firearm attachment that allows semi-automatic weapons to fire like machine guns. The regulation gives gun owners until late March to destroy the devices or surrender them to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. All right, here we go. Story number two, three federal protective service inspectors logged so much overtime in 2017, they earned more than the official salary of Vice President Mike Pence, according to the report from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. Inspectors' duties include controlling vehicle and pedestrian traffic, preventing people from carrying weapons, explosives, and drugs onto government property. So that was story number two. Here we go with story number three. The Border Patrol agent seized 129 pounds of narcotics worth $1.4 million and arrested two people after agents spotted a suspicious aircraft landing just north of the California border. According to the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, just two weeks ago, three small children were dropped off at a suspected drug stash house near the the border in an aircraft. Parents allegedly paid $1,000 for each child flown to the U.S. Which one is the fake story, boys?
3: Jason, go ahead. All right. Well, once again, these are three stories that you don't really want to be true at all. So two of them are, which is why we have this show. It's, it's it, We They're all true, so they're terrible. But I was listening to the three stories, and I think the second one, I just feel like the, the it's a, probably a true story. And this is one where Glenn uh, fudged the numbers a little bit. I think uh, uh, the, the, the numbers are different or something doesn't sound right there. So I'm going to go with number two. So you're saying the, the guy made more than the vice president? Yes, I'm, I'm thinking either he made a whole lot more than the story said, or maybe <laughs> uh, maybe it's a well, different you know, let's guy. Make it, you, you don't uh,
0: go into Congress and become vice president for the pay. right? You do it so after you're done being vice president, you can join a lobby firm and make millions and millions of dollars. Um, boy, interesting. I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with story number three. I think the $1,000 to fly your kid across the border, I think that is uh, not enough. I think you got to pay that just to get walk across the desert. So I, I, I'm going to go with number
2: three. All right. You guys ready for the answers here? So we got a lock-in on number two and a lock-in on number three, which makes—let's see exactly for an interesting situation. Okay, so— the number two story is correct. that is actually true. All that overtime is true. They have now logged more money and make more than the vice president. That is very, very true. so it's between one and three here. Come one uh, Give it to me one uh this is gonna be close so one is actually also true they are going to uh ban the bump stock and that is exactly who you need to surrender it to so everything was true so yes you are correct on this one number three was the fake story and everything about the narcotics was true but yeah the thing about the the children thing was not true that was just kind of added that was
0: in. the made up one. I, not only do i get it right i even you know Focused in on the wrongness of the story, so already you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, uh, things are back to being right with the universe.
2: Sadly, we don't <laughs> we give. Uh, yeah, we don't we give extra credit, but we, we still no, got I, one more.
0: <laughs> I want the A plus. Okay, <laughs> we got one more to go. Jason, you got a chance to
2: die. All right, all right Okay. He, you guys. Here we go. Story number one, round two. Federal court says. New York banned on nunchucks, unconstitutional. In uh, 1974, New York State banned nunchucks. That was to, um, in the fears that it would uh, inspire youth to uh, get more into martial arts and create a widespread mayhem. That was the law. They ruled that unconstitutional under the Second Amendment Uh, And that was Judge uh, Pamela Chen using her ruling Friday in a Brooklyn federal court to unban the nunchucks. So this is now the ruling now paves the way for gun rights groups to overturn most weapons bans in the state, including assault rifles, high capacity magazines and fully automatic weapons making New York one of the most gun-friendly states in the country. All right, story number two. Saturn is losing its rings quicker than expected. NASA warns, new research, NASA shows that the rings made prominently of water ice are being pulled apart by the planet's gravity and onto Saturn's surface. We estimate that the ring rain drains about the amount of a that would fill an Olympic swimming pool every half hour. Whew, that's a lot of water. All right, story number three: A parrot has been caught ordering strawberries, watermelons, and evening, and 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 evening uh, other household items through the owner's electronic personal. Assistant Rocco, an African gray, requested items through the Alexa device while his owner was away at work. Luckily, due to the parent lock, none of the items purchased went through, but he also gets the device to tell him jokes and plays his favorite tunes. All right, guys, what is the frake story? Round two.
0: I love it. I love that parent story. I actually believe that. I wonder, is global warming the cause of Saturn's rings, or is it cows? Are there cows on Saturn? Is that what's bossing it? Uh, I, I don't know uh, anything about uh, the Saturn rings, uh, but I'm going to say that I love that nunchuck story. And, and I, we've been so busy, so I really haven't been following it, but I, I know I heard something about it. But I grew up in New York, uh, and New York is—I mean, it's the California of the East Coast. Uh, so I don't see how New York could have the uh, the easiest gun laws in the in the nation. I don't think that could happen. Plus, I think it was funny that an Asian judge overturned the nunchuck thing. So I'm going to say story number one. <laughs> well, okay.
3: No, I'll I'll go real quick. Uh, I I agree. I don't think there's anything about New York that would give the uh, ability to have uh, open gun rights because of a a ruling on nunchucks. It's the only one of the three that I I can't believe. So even if I'm wrong, that one I just can't believe is actually true. So I have to agree with Joe. I'm going to story number one.
2: All right, guys. We are locking you in. You are ready to go here. So... The uh, uh, first story with the nunchucks, we have uh, uh, the um, the Saturn rings, and then we also have the parrot. Funny enough, the parrot is very true. He's been ordering things. He does other kind of things. That one is very true. So it's down to the New York ban on nunchucks and the Saturn one. And sadly, the Saturn one is true. We don't know what's going on, but that one is true. So the fake story is yes. The The nunchucks part is real, but it is not paving the way for them to be the most gun-friendly state, much like you said. That is the false story. So we do have two wins, but we have one main winner, two to one, and that is our wonderful host.
0: Hey, look at that. When when I don't get Benedict Arnold, I'm a winner again. But Jason, I'll tell you this. You did better today.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I never failed as badly as you uh, portrayed me, so I'd, that was one of the reasons we pulled the prank. We pulled the prank so that now, if you win every week, uh, I can still smile and know that we actually pulled one off, uh, oh, even if it yeah, wasn't I, I'll tell you what—I couldn't <laughs> really. I was—I was shocked um, that first of all that he did it.
0: Secondly, that Brian, who I thought was the, uh, the moral compass of Patriot, uh obviously that was incorrect. And Glenn. I haven't even had a chance to talk to Glenn yet. We're going to have a conversation. Uh, matter of fact, Glenn, uh, yeah, your check, not, it, it, it hasn't been cut yet. That's right. That's what you <laughs> get for messing with the boss. 800-951-0592. That concludes a fake news Friday when we get back. We had big economic data out and we heard from the New York Federal Reserve President, and and I'll tell you what he said. You know, he had, they, listen, they said plenty on Wednesday, didn't they? But I'll, I'll give you what he said, and I'll tell you what the markets are doing on all that, a, a Christmas special, and and who knows? We'll see how much time we have after all of that happened. 800 951 is our toll-free number. Don't forget, get in that metals plan. January is going to start the new quarter. Uh, If you want information about it, go out to our website, and we'll give it to you at allamericagold.com.
1: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by honoring family values, opposing radical feminism, and representing a conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin.
4: Have you ever wondered what's said behind the closed doors of Democrat campaign offices? Thanks to Project Veritas action, Americans were finally able to hear for themselves what is said in such places. In a series of videos aimed at uncovering the truth behind some of 2018's most contentious races, Veritas revealed a shocking or perhaps not so shocking truth about what swing state Democrats really support. Let's see if you can sense the common theme. We don't say that out of these walls is what a staffer for Tennessee Democrat Phil Bredesen told an undercover journalist on a secret video after revealing that Bredesen would have voted against Justice Kavanaugh's confirmation. A staffer for incumbent Democrat Claire McCaskill of Missouri said that Claire supports a total ban on semi-automatic rifles, but, quote, people just can't know that, end quote. A director for Senator Heidi Heitkamp's campaign said that though Heitkamp campaigns as a moderate, quote, when she gets elected, she's going to be super liberal, end quote. A staffer for gubernatorial candidate Andrew Gillum said it was not for the voters to know that Gillum will not keep his campaign promises. Even Jill Donnelly, wife of Indiana Senator Joe Donnelly, was caught on camera saying that her husband does support unions, but don't say that to people. In case you hadn't noticed, there are two things each of these politicians have in common. First of all, they are all liberal politicians trying to masquerade as moderates in order to win by any means necessary. Second of all, every one of these liberals failed in their races last month. This cannot be a coincidence. More than ever before, Americans are seeing through the lies of these so-called moderates. The mainstream media cannot cover for their mistakes anymore. The message of the 2018 election cycle should be very clear to everyone. If you try to lie to voters, you will get caught. We want real conservatives in our states... And in Washington, D.C., the people are tired of lies and they are willing to shake things up if it means holding someone to their word.
1: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders. But Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program, our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at PhyllisSchlafly.com we encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. The school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands he was backwards backwards use words like no sir yes
0: ma'am Hit your radio news hour eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two so we had two well actually you know we had three or four pieces of economic data out uh two two uh important ones and two uh, you know they're just data. The first one was, this was the second revision to third quarter GDP. It got revised lower. So uh, the great economy uh, was a little, not huge, instead of 3.5, we got 3.4. So uh, we had 4.2 in the second quarter. 3.4 Three point four in the third quarter, two point something in the fourth quarter. I'm thinking could be one point something in the first quarter of next year. Uh, not a lot in there. Here was the, the big takeaway from this one: consumer spending, which they've been bragging, bragging about, saying how great it was. It was a little slower, right? They they didn't quite spend. As much and really uh, had to do with the fact that they really didn't make as much money as they said they did, but that one got revised a little lower uh, to three point four percent. The big number, though, was G or uh, GDP. I just gave you GDP. Uh, durable goods came out today. Now this is a fourth quarter number. This is actually what gave the stock market a little boost. This came out before the, the the market opened, but the future started to rally on the news and 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 I get it, right? Because it was like, hey, this is bad news. So what happened was the headline number, headline number was, hey, durable goods up eight tenths of a percent. But I was like, hey, that'd be a good number, of course. You we know on durable goods, Boeing is the the big driver of that number, so if someone orders airplanes, it throws the number off, so uh, you kind of ignore the headline number. You, you you throw that away, and you say, okay, how was it when you strip out aircraft? And when you stripped out aircraft, GDP, or durable goods, was down six tenths of a percent. So this is the second uh, time in the last three months that X ex-transportation, if you will, ex-cars and aircraft, GDP was, or uh, I got it on my brain, it's Friday, uh, durable goods was down again. The biggest thing in there, so inside of that GDP report, the Federal Reserve has their little favorite number, you know, which again is always somehow, isn't it funny how all of their favorite numbers are always down? Uh, not as bad as the worst numbers out there, but the the one that they tracked was also down 3.10. Now, I know they came out just the other day, but you're telling me they didn't know what was going to be in the GDP? Or, sorry, did it again. I can't help it. You're telling me they didn't know about the durable goods number? The biggest piece in there, business spending, way down. Matter of fact, uh, third month in a row, businesses aren't spending anymore. And I'm telling you why I was so upset after Wednesday's announcement. J. Paul just guaranteed they're not going to spend in the, in the beginning of the year either. And of course, we've been talking about how the carnage on Wall Street and all that stuff. Uh, this morning, so so those were the two big numbers. We had a consumer confidence number out. Might as well throw that away, because that was before the Fed. Uh, it was uh, 98-something, and then they had personal spending and saving, Another bad number. The savings rate hit the... And I should say this, the new savings rate, because the Federal Reserve uh, earlier this year decided... Oh, no, we don't like how we're doing. They they came up with a new calculation that miraculously said everybody was saving more money than we thought. But this new number, the lowest in five years. The lowest in five years as consumers, again, spending more than they take in. And you know how that ends up. And, And right after that, we had the second most powerful banker, John Williams. Now, John Williams, and and how do I put this nicely? Is a clown. He was the replacement to Janet Yellen in San Francisco, and now he's over here. Uh, I think he is. He's the the deep state is at work in the central bank without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, these guys are deliberately taking down this economy, and I, I and again. The only thing I can really think of is what they want to get rid of Trump. And this is how they're going to do it. They don't care about wiping us out. They don't care. Listen, they wipe us out all the time. They said that the Federal Reserve, here's what John Williams said. The Federal Reserve is listening to a plunging stock market. But still views the economy strong enough to stick to an increasingly data-dependent yet higher course for interest rates. I want to know, John, what data? What data is better? I I don't know. Yeah, data from six months ago was better. That was six months ago. You're supposed to be looking. Forward. What data is better? Inflation? What data is better? Wages? You know, listen, they know what they did with wage. You take out the the CEOs, the guys at the top, there's no wage growth. Two cents. That's the wage growth. The Fed raised rates by a quarter of a point, right? We know that. They said that their forecast for 2019, that they judge the need for modest hikes next year. And again, we know that they say two more rate hikes. An economy growing at around 2% needs to slow down. That's not what you told us in the 80s. Not what you told us in the 90s. Not what you told us in the 2000s. Right? You know that makes no sense, right? You understand that, right? We are not growing at 4%. Never did. Right? we We're going to eke out a 3% number for 2018, but we had that 4.2 number and the 3.4 number now. But that's it. Growth is right back down into the low two. And really, I think it's going to be in the low one. And I'm hopeful that it's low one. It, I don't... If they do what Jay, Jay Powell said they're going to do on Wednesday, we'll be in recession, I guarantee it. John Williams coming out today saying, Eh. We're listening, but we're really not listening. market uh gold is uh twelve hundred and twelve fifty eight to twelve sixty one uh i'm gonna say right now I, i'm gonna tell you that i know kiko's got a different number and again that whole electronic thing uh twelve hundred fifty eight dollars right now on gold uh the nasdaq's down 50 to 60 s&p's flat the dow right now is up 80 uh just kind of a weird day they I would just think we'd get a better balance. The, the Dow has been down so much that uh, at least some kind of buying. But there's just there's not a lot of liquidity in the market, and and I'm gonna I want to read you this because it's so important. It, it's it's terrible for us. It, this is terrible for uh, the United States. John Williams should absolutely be fired today, along with Jay Powell should have been fired on Wednesday, but you can't fire him. Listen to what he said. He said that the Fed is not on autopilot. He downplayed the need to define what a neutral rate would be. I mean, if you're so smart, right, what, what's it supposed to be? Right? Genius if you're listening. But here's the part that really got me. Williams thinks GDP for next year will be around 2%, possibly 2.5. We're going to raise rates on 2% GDP? Are you nuts? Have you lost your mind? Oh well, I I know it must be that they think inflation's going to go crazy. And he said that nope, we don't think inflation's really going to go anywhere. So, you know, somewhere around two percent, right? Right where they say they want it. Isn't that isn't that nice and cozy? And and he even said yes, GDP will be lower next year than the 3% of 2018. So that would be, okay, I know, I only went to public school, but 2% is less than 3%, which means we are slowing down. Why in the name of... Why would we raise rates? You know what companies are going to do. They've already stopped spending, and I don't believe for one second you didn't have the durable goods number before that meeting. I know it was a number you did have before that meeting. You know they stopped bringing money home. Of course, I told you that was that's a, such a fallacy, and they... they they, they, you just, when we do this, hey, let them bring money home. That's just code for let them buy stock back and, and prop up their stock price for a little bit. Of course, that didn't work out real well, did it? They've just guaranteed more layoffs. Walgreens already announced. FedEx already announced. It's just It's just getting started. Wait, it's going to cost me more money to, to borrow? Forget it. I'm not going to borrow. Everybody everybody that has debt in America, which is just about every, I know, there's a few wackos out there, right? All the guys that call me and buy gold and wear the tinfoil helmets, right, that pay off their credit cards every month. Everybody else, you just got poor. Because it doesn't matter what the treasury market did when you're buying or when you have credit card debt. They raised rates, your minimum payments just went up. Wall Street, the minimum payment for these companies. This, this, Wall Street is debt. You need to understand that's debt. And, and they talk about, oh, they're crashing the market and they're doing this is deep state stuff. It defies logic. Here it is the second most powerful guy in the Fed, who's the head of the New York Federal Reserve. Who just said this morning? I oh, we think two percent GDP. You know their track record. Every time the Fed says this is what we think GDP, you might as well you, you. know what I like to do is I just say okay. Well, let's just take a point away. Whatever they say, take a point away, and you'll be closer. So if he's saying two to two and a half. That really means it's going to be one to one and a half, which would be, hey, we need to stop right now. They should have stopped selling their bonds. Their quirk. A recession is almost guaranteed if this is the attitude. It would have been one thing. If this clown, would it came out today, said, well, we think GDP growth is going to be 3% next year. And even that, really? We raised rates at 3? We three? not that great. But he said 2. What are they doing? All that equity you thought you had. For those of you that were lucky, you think you got equity in your house? I got news for you. I, I, I won't tell you who, but I, we, we've got a friend. You all know who he is. In eight weeks, his house is down a couple hundred thousand dollars. Fake wealth that you thought you had. And it's just getting started. Right? And you start thinking about, you know, I, it, it, it makes me so mad. Because you're, you're almost better off just, right, hey, give me all the equity out of my house. And if it crashes, if Joe's right and it crashes, I'll just walk away. I mean, you're better off, take the money and run. It, it just amazes me. And I and I don't get it. It makes no sense. Here, This came out today, this one just said 2%. Why would we raise at 2%? I mean, if you said we think inflation is going to be 4 or 5%, okay, yeah, all right, well, we're on that 5% pips. Got a great opportunity for you when we There's come back.
1: No question, you need Omega 3s. <laughs>
0: Final segment for the week. Final segment till Wednesday. Merry Christmas to everybody. Enjoy the holiday. Spend time with your family. Uh, you know what's funny is, you know, we're no longer the wackos with the tinfoil helmets on. But I got to believe a lot of you are going to have a lot to talk about over the Christmas holiday and New Year's holiday as well, uh, educating mom and dad, brother and sister, nieces and nephews, aunts and uncles, of course, the ones only the ones that want to listen. Some of them don't, and if they don't, don't waste your breath. That's what I'd do. 800 eight hundred I'm going to put th- this first special I'll have on the website. It'll be up all week, well, all weekend. We're going to run rolls of silver half-dollar. It'll be Kennedys, Franklin, Walkers, whatever whatever we get at $125 a roll. Right? And obviously, you know, silver, uh, I think highly of where silver is going to be headed next year. Uh, it's something for those of you that, hey, I don't have thousands of dollars, uh, good opportunity on those. I'll get that one up online. Uh, this one, The next one, the gold one, you got to call because I have limited quantities. I'm going to run those $20 liberties uh, today at $1,340. I'll have that price only available on the phone. $1,340. I have enough for one person to order 10. If you order 10, I'll take it to 1325. But only got one of those left because I just don't have that many. And then I got to pay the new price with the big gold move. 800 9510592. That is our toll free number. It's early. Uh, some profit taking today in gold. Nothing major. Gold's right around 1260, 1250. to 12.60, and I'm probably going to stay there most of the day, I think. Uh, The Dow numbers are getting worse. Uh, NASDAQ's now down 70. Uh, The S&P is down. The Dow, it's up 30 right now, so we'll see 28 points right now. Um, I don't know. A lot of people digesting. People got excited when John Williams said he was listening. And then, like me, when they actually, outside of that one word, the whole rest of the speech was, we're not listening. And and really, uh, un- I guess shocking to me, he's going to force people to lose their job. He's guaranteed no one's getting a wage hike next year. Nobody. cost coming too much money. Going to hike two more times? Going to keep selling the bonds that nobody wants? Right, it's going to soak up liquidity. There's not enough liquidity out there. The banks don't want to loan in this environment. They can't make any money. You got a ten-year note between two and a quarter and two and a half. Or I mean, a Fed fund rate between two and a quarter and two and a half, and a ten-year note's only two eight. There's no money in there. You guys have lost their minds. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Buckle up. Take the time. Listen. Get into the metals program. If you can't, you know, buy on a regular basis, get into the metals program. Start putting it away. Get ready. I just believe, you know what, there are a lot, they are a lot further along on getting ready to change the money than I thought. Because they're going to crash. Take the radio news hour. We'll be back on Wednesday.